All right, stay with us, please, because I think we're going to take these ideas of quote, and I'm going to put them in quotes now, God and country, and paint a little bit of a different picture about how those things separately and collectively can be looked at, gridded, incorporated in your life, you know, whatever. That's a taste of God and country. This week's episode of Going Rogue, a podcast that unleashes the unthinkable in culture, religion, business, and everyday life. We even snuck in some politics this week just to keep things interesting. So it's time to strap in and let's see how far you are willing to let Mac and the team stretch you to your edge of thinking differently. All right, gang. Hey, welcome to Going Rogue where we unleash the unthinkable to take our thinking to the edge of our comfort zone and create a new narrative. And so we're on the edge tonight, as always. Got uh, Rev here. Good to Man. see you. Good All to right. see both Good of you guys. Good to see guys. you guys. Yeah. And then Coach, Coach too. Hey, yeah, brother. hey, how, how's everybody doing tonight? Good to see you, man. Yeah. Ready to go, Rogue? Uh, <laughs> well, I do think we might take a common topic, maybe that people might think about and definitely go a little bit uh, unthinkable to some places that we might not have uh, couched it this way before. But but the really cool thing about this, this episode, and, and they're all kind of unique, right? But this is take two. On this episode, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> we it is. did this episode. We recorded another episode with the same title with, uh, shall I say, slightly more political bent to no, it. It could be. Uh, maybe a little, maybe. oops, I don't know. Okay. And, or just not uh, there yet. <laughs> well, yeah. We, you know, we, here's the cool thing. And this is what I wanted to say to all of you out there. We learn to think and see things differently just like you. We haven't got it all figured out. We're not just, you know, we're not these gurus on top of the mountain. We had to wrestle with some stuff. We had to kind of come together over some things. And it was beautiful. I mean, it was, it was really, really beautiful. And, and, and this is what we're trying to help encourage all of you out there to do the same thing. And maybe sometimes we don't always get it right. But we're committed to it. That's the big thing. We're committed to it, to each other, in love, and to you guys. It's a co-creative process. Yeah. We are, the three of us are co-creating something. We're co-creating with everybody who's listening. And sometimes you, you just, you know, you go a little too far and you go, oh, okay, learn something. Got a lesson. <laughs> let's move back a little bit and let's yeah. do it better. Exactly. We had such a great conversation the other night just talking about that episode. We did. And I, I remember at the end I said, you know what? Every time we talk, we have got to press record. <laughs> I know. That was it such was a best, great conversation. The best one yet. <laughs> I wish all the Rogers could have heard it. It was so, it was amazing. We were phenomenal. Yeah, we kind of were. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll just go there with the rest of you guys. Take so, a word for it. So anyway, this is going to be fun. This is, again, this is take two. And the, the episode is entitled God and Country. So right there, when I, we, I say those words to you, already stuff's running through your brain. Already, you, you are getting, you're running it through your grid as to what does that mean? 
do I do I stay listening? Do I punch the button? Am I done? Do I even want to go there? And all I can say is, you know, we had the same know. reaction. <laughs> do, I, do I want to do this one or not? And we're here. Yeah, we are. We're living we, up to our uncomfortableness. That's you right. Bet. Getting comfortable with in, Yeah, right. Getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. There. But wait, I have a question. God yeah. and country. Just want everybody to know, this is not country music. <laughs> Although true. we do love country music. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. So I prepared three Willie Nelson songs for tonight. Oh, my God. Shoot, I got a couple of clips, too, man. Oh, golly. Okay, well, we're going to have to trash that. So stay with us. All right, stay with us, please, because I think we're going to take these ideas of quote, and I'm going to put them in quotes now, God and country, and paint a little bit of a different picture about how those things separately and collectively can be looked at, gridded, incorporated in your life, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah, I really think there's going to be some great nuggets. So, so hang in there with us, okay? So, God, God and country. Um, you know, United States uh, has an election this year, and so this kind of topic is is part of what's up there in the field. And so, maybe just a little bit of a history slash civics lesson that says understand that when this country was founded, you know, people came from mainly England. But there were a lot of people from Spain in the southern part, mainly Florida. Uh, but they came with their religion. They came with their idea of God, right? Um, and that was a major driving force of people definitely leaving England because of all the turmoil that was happening in England when it came to the Pope and the, the English, you know, Henry started with Henry VIII and then all kinds of things where, where there was this big division and there was a lot of religious turmoil that caused people to want to come here. Now, keep in mind, they brought their idea of God with them. And whether it was a Protestant idea of God or a Catholic idea of God, they brought it with them, and that's who they were. But let's understand something, not just about America, that no matter where you travel, whether you were seeking the new world in those days and uncovering new places and all that, two things about those places. A, there were already people there probably. Oh, there were, absolutely were people there already. There is a spirituality that existed on this exactly. land long before people that looked like me came on a boat right. and came over and said, hey, let me teach you about my God. Well, that, that, that there's the point, that you can bring your idea of God wherever you go, and it's good and it's fine, but God was already there, okay? <laughs> God's already there. So when we say God and country, first of all, that's universal. That's global. You can go into any country in the world and God's there, right? And it can be a different idea that you might have of God, all right? But that doesn't diminish it. That doesn't make it any less valid. So God's everywhere. And we bring our ideas of that wherever we go, right? So all countries, if you believe that there's a creator, if you believe that there's a greater, some sort of, you know, power, all countries live under God. So you're talking about an infinite reality, not a finite one. That's right. Not put in a box, not with walls. It's an infinite, omnipresent reality 
that exists everywhere at all times. Yes? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So nobody gets a claim on God and country. <laughs> okay? Everybody can or, claim. Or another way to look at it is everybody has a claim. <laughs> well, right? <laughs> that's true. Yes. I it, think that's God, a better way to God say it. God is everywhere. I think that's a better way right? to say it. So you know me. I'm going to look at the positive. I love it. Mac. Yeah, <laughs> I, love I know. That. I like it better. <laughs> I, I do. I like it better. And God is big enough to be shared, right, Rev? <laughs> that and more and more and more. <laughs> well, that's that whole idea about creating God in our image instead of uh, God creating us in his or uh, her image, okay? <laughs> right. So, you know, when we say in America, you know, one nation under God, of course, that's my response. We love that phrase, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. It's a good one. Of course it is, mm -hmm. and it's not unique to us. Now, there are certain countries around the world where their country, i.e. their government, i.e. their politics, are way more woven together when it comes to religion and God and country. They're in bed together, and yeah. that's what people came looking for is let's get the separation here of of church and state a little bit. Absolutely, uh, and, and we can be thankful for that. In America, mm -hmm. that we founded this country on those, very much so, because this is the world that they lived in, on the premise that we should be able to be free to worship and whatever deity or not <laughs> that we choose to. And again, as Americans and other places in the country and in the world too, we're not, we're not saying, again, you, you, we got a lock on that either. But that's a very special, precious thing that we can be thankful for. And that feels good to me. I, I get to choose. Mm -hmm. I get to choose to believe and honor God in the way I want or not. Right. I well, get exactly. to choose not to <laughs> yeah. if, that's, if that's my that's – yeah. what's, that's what's great about being here totally. in the United States. And we Because many places you cannot do that. You're being told how you're supposed to think and believe. Absolutely. And – that's not what we're founded on. And if you go back to, um, again, maybe give it a little bit more of a Christian bent from our standpoint, and you begin to look to Jesus and how he taught and his perspective and, you know, think about the world that he lived in with the Romans and the Jews, you know, he was able to separate those things out enough that he didn't demean or diminish you know, either one, but he said, look, okay, you know, live life, you know, such that the wonderment of God takes your breath away every day and all the rest of it kind of takes care of itself in general. <laughs> oh, I love that. You know, right? You used the word worship earlier. Yeah. The word worship, the etymology of the word just means to recognize value. And so I, I recognize value in all creation, in all of life. And the word God can get in the way because it begins to be defined by a narrow, a narrow vision. Right. And I bring value and life to everybody's belief system that's working desperately to make the world a better place. I bring value. So I worship not only the God of my understanding, but the life that you're living and your choice and your, your decisions to, to, to act that way, to be that way, to be kinder, more loving. I want to worship that and i don't want to subjugate you and put you under my blanket because you don't believe exactly the way i do <laughs> uh, uh hello uh, i know i'm the myth king of the bunny you guys trails. out there <laughs> you guys out there 
Okay, you hearing this? All right. <laughs> so true. So true. Right? And it's amazing what happens once a lot of these, I'm going to call them pebbles in the bag. You know, if you're running around constantly with over your shoulder dragging this bag of rocks around, you know, no matter what you're doing, it's going to hinder you and inhibit you. And the more things you can reach in, because we put them in there, we put them in enough of them in there, the more of them we can reach in and begin to take out. What are those pebbles? You know? What are those rocks? Yeah. The boulders actually are carrying around. What are they? <laughs> boulders. Judgment? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Judgment. Is that God is in my country and my country alone? So mm. duality and separation? Let me throw another boulder in my pack and I'm weighed down. And I oh. think America's weighed down a little bit because we've lost sight of our, our roots. Mm. Yeah. Um, I can't disagree with that a bit. Right. Well, I got, I got a big boulder named guilt. Yeah, that one's in there. Actually, I've been chipping away at it. It's yeah. a little bit smaller. Well, we'll get into the couch therapy session here, you know. But, you know, fear is another one, and we're going to talk a little bit about that as, sure. we, as we flesh some of this out tonight. Um, but there's a lot of that stuff in there. And specifically when it comes to God and country— we can give we, we can put locks of rocks in the bag that distort, that divide, that separate, as, as Rev was saying, and that's not what unites us as citizens of any country. First of all, I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're an American or not. Uh, Let me go to an inside edge here and probably say something that might be a little bit offensive. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Can it be? Stu, are you okay with that? Hold on, let me get my popcorn. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) I'm ready. Rolling. (laughs) (laughs) What is it that my belief, can my belief in God, the limited view that I have of God, in of itself become a boulder in my pack? Hmm. Can my religious system become a heavy burden in such a way that I'm missing God, actually? I'm so weighed down with my narrow thinking that I am missing the extensiveness and the beauty and the grandeur of what God is happening in the United States and on the planet and everywhere. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say for sure. Absolutely. See, most of us, but this is, now this is an inside edge thing, just like Rev said realize we love to think about whatever our faith is, whatever our belief in God is, or whatever, however it fleshes itself out in our life, that it's good. And it is, right? But at the same time, have you ever considered that some of that stuff might actually work oppositely? For instance, let me just, let me give you an example. We talk about America. We're We're focused kind of God and country in America right now. If you think about the history of America, and that basically was in, you know, late 15th century, 16th century, right, that Jamestown and all those people started coming over, and they encountered what? Natives, (laughs) right? Indigenous people were here. Indigenous people. And over the course of the next, oh, what, 250, 300 years, we pretty much wiped them off the planet, right? So, in God's name, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know, think about that. How could we possibly bring shiploads of people 
from another place against their will and put them into servitude in God's name and not think that that's a boulder. Let me take that boulder, and we'll just call that guilt that we talked about earlier. (laughs) Guilt, (laughs) guilt. (laughs) But, I mean, you know, we've done these things, and and it's not just in America. Believe me, if you take a look at the history of Christianity and the things that have been done, good, I'm not saying that It's all religions. All religions have done horrible things in the name of their narrow God. Right. And the humanity carries a bigger boulder on their pack as a collective. So, you know, we're not trying to get everybody on a guilt trip here. We're just trying to give you some perspective, all right? That just can we says, do it better? Yeah. Can we? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Amen. <laughs> like, there it is. Stu's just, he's listening. He's just, he's just tuned in over there, okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes, can we do it better? And can I do it better? Mm-hmm. I need to have a resounding yes. From yes. God of my understanding that lives in my heart, I can do better than I did yesterday and last year. Yes, we can. And and that doesn't diminish the good that's been done to this point. Nope. nope. But it's the realization that if we, you know, it's the Einstein definition of insanity thing, right? I mean, it, it's so simple. If we just keep doing the same old thing and expect a different result, <laughs> that's insanity, right? Right. So we, we want to move the needle, gang. We want we want to, the, us, and we also want to help you move your needle in your tribe, in your sphere of influence, in your life. And engage so that you can help us move our needle. It's a, it's a great circle of energy, and we all grow together. Would love it, wouldn't we? And the way I see that needle isn't circular. You wouldn't even think about a needle kind of moving like almost like a half okay. circle, right? Uh-huh. Like to me, it's just going forward. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible, <laughs> but it's like it's just going forward, right? I mean, yeah. we can learn from the past, but... Living there doesn't work. We need to like move forward, be in the present moment, and continue to learn and grow and learn and grow and learn and grow. Can I agree like a circle that's like uh, elevated? Each time it comes around in a circle, it's moving forward the whole time, but it gets to a higher and higher higher consciousness and a more elevated uh, spirit. I'll take that. Uh, Well, you're going to see that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to see that flesh out throughout this whole podcast forever, Uh, that kind of perspective and thought. So, So with that, we'll leave you to just sort of take a deep breath, Ponder some of that unthinkable stuff, maybe, and we'll be right back. Like what you hear so far? Join us in the Rogue Nation by going to our website, www.gorogue.life, where you will find links to our social media and podcast channels, posts on the Seeing Differently blog, and a way to subscribe to all our happenings. We encourage you to become a member of our cafe, where you can interact with us and fellow rogers and keep the conversation going. Please share us and like us. Now, let's get back to going rogue. All right, guys. Here we come back. Um, and let's transition a little bit now. We were, you know, we were we were talking, you know, specifically more about a country, maybe the United States for us specifically, or your country, wherever you're listening to us, was going through your grid as as we were talking ab- ab- about similar types of things. But I think what we want to start to do now, maybe for the last half of this episode, is to start to frame a little bit of a new story. Let's start to tell a little bit of a different story when it comes to 
a country and enlisting God into that. And I'm just, I'm going to take the word country right out now. And I'm just going to talk, let's just talk about your, you know, your realm, whatever that might look like, your city, your family, your county, your, you know, let's bring it home. Let's bring it closed in now. We think of a word like country and it's big, you know, America, whatever. No, now let's kind of bring it down and let's talk about how God, the deity, the divine, weaves or can weave itself, himself, herself in. Itself. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, however you want to do it. Uh, you know, into everyday life as we navigate the politics, as we navigate the civic duties. Um, and, and let's just start with maybe a statement that says, you know, God doesn't take sides. God doesn't take sides. You don't get to throw the God card, whether it's your football team or your your political candidate or your country or whatever. You're God. telling me that all my prayers for the Super Bowl this weekend are not going to be answered? Uh, uh, let's see here now. No. Oh, darn. <laughs> Sorry. God is rooting for both teams. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> everybody wins in God's kingdom. Everybody, there it is. God, everybody's a winner. But it points out the ridiculous of what you're talking about. They think, mm-hmm. think oh, I, my team won. God was on my side. Right. God it was victorious through our team. That is the most ridiculous thought, but we do the same thing with countries. We won the war. God must have been on our side. God and then we get very us. arrogant. The more wars we win, the more uh, connected to God we think we are, and then we think we can push everybody else around because God's on our side. Well, and that happens on the macro level and the micro level. <laughs> yeah, it happens in relationship with my wife. <laughs> exactly. It happens all the time. Yeah. Pushing everybody around, in, and the last thing you said, Rev, pushing everybody around in the name of God, that doesn't feel right to me. Hmm. But I certainly feel good about God being a part of what I'm doing. Absolutely. And, and if I have a success, or especially when I don't have successes, but... When I have success and I may, you know, I mean, look at all the athletes that they have some success and they're pointing up to their God and, you know, hey, I'm honoring you. That's the way they, they so to me, that's a good positive thing. Sure. It's where you take yeah. it, that step that says, okay, where you're kind of like forcing it down other people's throats, so to yeah. speak. What are the that's qualities? What are yeah. the qualities of God that you guys believe in? Yeah. How do you know God? By what qualities? Yeah, love. I mean, love. I mean, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you have to say that. And love doesn't subjugate. Mm-hmm. Love doesn't push mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. But no. love honors. Love worships. Let's bring that word in. Love mm-hmm. brings value to the game. I love it when there's a, you know, I love MMA, a minister who loves MMA. <laughs> at the end of the match, these guys have been going at it, and they hug each other. Yeah. They love each other and said, boy, that was a valiant effort on both sides. Way yeah. to go, guy. And we go home friends. Yeah, we do that same thing in wrestling. You know, I yeah. coach wrestling, same exact thing. So you're right. You're right on. Yes. Love. So so check this out. Here's my phrase of the week. Uh-oh. Love loves everybody. Oh, that might be um, a meme. That's uh, got to be a new can meme. Can you put it on a meme? Oh, all right. Watch for that. Rogers. So we know God is present <laughs> and we're that. able to extend the love that we have to everybody. And is God absent when we're unable to do that? When we push away and we push push around and we subjugate and we divide. I don't believe so. I believe God's always there. Always there. That's the omnipresence we talked about. Of course. Of so course. is it that we're just blind? We're not we're not partnering with that essence? 
So a few things could happen. You, you might be blind to it. You might have blinders on. You might not be paying attention. You might see it and stiff arm it. I've done that plenty of times. Mm. <laughs> you know, I see it and boom, nope, I'm not ready for that or I don't want to hear that right now. I mean, there's a lot of ways sure. that could manifest. Oh, absolutely. Right? That's an evolution. I'm not yeah. ready mm-hmm. to grow into that, that immense amount of love yet, but I'm going to move that direction. Oh, so there. here's the cool thing. And all of that is okay to me, but the cool thing is, is God is there. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you believe it or not is yeah. irrelevant. Yeah. God is there. Well, isn't there a, there's a scripture? Go back to the Old Testament. Surely God was here and I did not know it. Waking yeah. up from a sleep, I, Jacob, I believe it was, who said, Oh my God, God was here the whole time and I was Wasn't blind. Yeah. I was asleep. Well, that to me, that's the good news. And all religions, in my opinion, have the gospel, which is just the good news of what we, exactly what we're just talking about. Now we're going to. We're kind of we're, we're going down a bunny trail here. Okay, be careful. Uh, but but I think what we're you know where I'd like to go with this thing is that God, if it God indwells and God's everywhere and God's all these things we were just talking about, then we are endowed with, we are empowered by a force of a, a spirit. I mean, there's lots of different connotations that you can put on this. And the reason that we are empowered and gifted and in all these things is so that we can be the distribution center for God's love, not the collection center. Yeah. The the portal, the channel, the avenue through which God is made manifest on earth. Right. I would call that the Christ. uh, Now, I'm not going to go there. We'll go another podcast. (laughs) But is that capability and that spirit and that goodness and that love existing already and every part of our experience, and in us yeah. as well. Can't be separated from it. It just can't, all right? So it allows us to do, here's a word we're going to introduce now into the equation, great things, greatness. And think about that. They know we have that you know kind of thing politically right now about making America great again. But, but, but forget the political connotations of it. Forget. I want you to just, just, because when I said the word great, I didn't want everybody going down the, the rabbit hole, all right? That there is a way for us as Americans, or wherever you're, you're listening to us from, is to do great things. We can. We can do it, and we want to encourage. We think it can be done best through the power that we're endowed with by the Creator, uh, most of the time, we kind of screw it up pretty good when <laughs> we're trying to do it under our own power, right? But understand, love, we started with that word already, and love drives inclusion, not exclusion. When there's love that's permeating and dominating the conversation, if you will, or the story, then we're talking about inclusionism. Jesus you know, he wasn't a nationalist. He wasn't a Jewish nationalist. He was an inclusionist. All right? That's where he grounded his whole perspective. And so, first and foremost, I think that if we are going to be citizens and we are going to have God part of our country, let's look to inclusion and oneness and boy, oh boy, in love, and that changes the whole equation. These are the attributes of God I'm talking about. Yeah. It's kindness, compassion, love, generosity, goodness, charity, with all, all these wonderful things. And is it about making America great again, or is it seeing America great? 
Have yeah. we just lost sight of the God that's right smack dab in the middle of the country, in Washington, D.C., in our homes, in, in every state? Have we just lost sight? And our job is simply to see it right and right. to remember the truth that we have forgotten. Hmm. So are we as close to heaven on earth, heaven in the United States, as the next thought, as the next action of love demonstrated? Yeah, see, it's, it's not an again, it's a now. <laughs> it's not a then over there in the future it's a now you know we can certainly do greater things right now <laughs> that know? means uh, see america kinder see america more compassionate and yeah. generous you don't don't make it greater greater than your country or greater than anybody else because no. that's a, a greater than and less than that's going to cause suffering it's just a matter of realizing at a deep internal spiritual level that america is great America mm -hmm. is amazing already. Right. We just have to stop, pause, breathe, and go, oh, I forgot for a minute. Well, let's bring some different perspective into this. If if you out there, um, it, it, listeners, have you never seen the series called The Newsroom? may not even be on your radar. It, it, it starred Jeff Daniels. And in the pilot, I mean like the very first thing that happens – in this series, he is an anchor. He's a news anchor. That's why they call it the newsroom. And he is on stage on a panel at a college. And a, a, a young woman, a student, steps up to the mic as they're doing kind of a question and answer and asks the panel the question, you know, why do you think America is the greatest country in the world? That was the question that she asked the panel. And you want to talk about unthinkable. He unleashed the unthinkable when he responded to her question, which was so different than the other people in the panel. And we want to play just a short clip from that. We'll put a link to the whole thing. And believe me, I, I would encourage you to go and, and watch the series because Aaron Sorkin wrote it. He's incredible. And uh, it, it's a cerebral thing, and you will absolutely love it. But let's play this clip, and then let's pick up on it as we're we're kind of fleshing out and unpacking this idea of greater or greatness so here we go here's jeff daniels we really here's will mcavoy and jeff daniels is playing the character why is it not the greatest, greatest country in the world professor that's my answer you're saying yes there is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world sure used to be we stood up for what was right. We fought for moral reasons. We passed laws, struck down laws for moral reasons. We waged wars on poverty, not poor people. We sacrificed, we cared about our neighbors. We put our money where our mouths were and we never beat our chest. We built great big things, made ungodly technological advances, explored the universe, cured diseases, and we cultivated the world's greatest artists and the world's greatest economy. We reached for the stars, acted like men. We aspired to intelligence. We didn't belittle it. It didn't make us feel inferior. We didn't identify ourselves by who we voted for in the last election, and we didn't, we didn't scare so easy. <laughs> we were able to be all these things and do all these things because we were informed by great men, men who were revered, First step in solving any problem is recognizing there is one. America is not the greatest country in the world anymore. 
All right, so just just I wonder if you're sitting there starstruck or you're just dumbfounded, whatever, right now. But believe me, if you watch the whole thing, the whole but it's one of the th- most unbelievable three minutes in I think television history, personally. <laughs> but he said some incredibly great things in that monologue, and I'd love for us to just expound on them and pick up on them and and do whatever our hearts call us to do at that and above with with what he suggested um you know it, it, and i think I, I think we can learn from it <laughs> quite frankly so let's pick up on some of his nuggets i i do i i have the whole speech written down ah, cool. yeah but the one thing that before I even did that, that stood out to me was how we identify ourselves. And he said, we didn't identify ourselves by who we voted for in the last election. And then the next line, I think, is related to this. And we didn't scare so easy. And I think people are scared into identifying a certain way because of the people they're around. Instead of choosing identify with things that are important to them you know Mm -hmm. like things of to me it'd be things of god you know identifying like jesus yeah like i want to identify by who jesus was not by who i voted for in the last election (laughs) you know (laughs) and that that has just a whole different meaning (laughs) to me yeah and that but but it's there there's such a divide going on right now. Everyone's, if if I'm on this side and you're on the other side and you say something that I would agree with if I had said it, I have to disagree with it because you're on the other side. <laughs> that's where we're at right now. You yeah. know, and that's identifying with who you voted for. Like, that's what that means to me when, when he said that. And it's, <clears throat> I, I want to see people do that different. You know, there's a way to be, connected with one another where you can have a different thought than I do and we could still be buddies. Right. You well, know, we just did it and we can, we just did we it just for did sure. It. <laughs> and, and it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. And here's the thing. Yeah. We grow when that happens. We become better people. You know, we, uh, we live in that when you can live in that place of feeling uncomfortable because you believe a certain way, but you're thinking, how am I gonna, how am I gonna have a conversation with this person and find a way to connect with them when I know that they think entirely different than me? Okay, instead of looking at you think entirely different than I do, you know, let's say like you're talking a Democrat's talking to a Republican in the United States of America, right? And they think entirely different, right? Well, guess what? Guess what they both have in common? They both believe that what their way is to do America is the best way for our country. They both believe that. It could be entirely opposite ideas, but they both believe they have the best idea for it. So why can't we acknowledge that, right? And come together and say, hey, how do we, how do we find a way to get to the common goal? You know, it's kind of like when we talked about uh, the Phoenix affirmations and having different ways to climb that mountain to get to the same goal at the top. Right. 
Right. You know, I look at the country as a circle. Yeah. I look at religion as a circle. God as a circle. Circles have no sides. <laughs> but we're so attached to yeah. the human ego to have a side. The bridge is going to be to see that there's a great belonging here. Your party, my party, the independents, the Christians, the Jews, the atheists. It's, it's, it's all a circle. And when our consciousness is formed on that, there is a possibility of a bridge, of reaching each other and reaching each other's heart. When we put up sides, walls go up, fences go up, and there's there's no way to connect at each other. It's two completely different uh, polar opposites. So I'm about drawing circles. The country, the United, the United States of America, not the divided States of America, was intended as a circle in its original intention. And as the clip said, we used to be. We, not, I don't like the word greatest because they have to be better than somebody else. We were great, and I think we've lost sight of the circle that is God, the circle of the intention of the uh, founding fathers, and I want to give uh, respect to the mothers as well. He mentioned men. There were a lot of women that were there. Absolutely. I want to bring him into my circle. It's, it's the consciousness of a circle and belonging. That's the only way we're going to get back to the greatness that he was talking about. Well, you know, we could, this is not easy. We're going to acknowledge that, and it's not easy because we're we're a pain, you know. <laughs> it, it, we get in our own way, and so it, this may seem like the elephant right now, right? Uh, that what we're talking about, but truly, and I don't mean a political elephant, all right? Uh, <laughs> so don't make an ass of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. We got equal. All right, we gave them equal time now. All right, good. Uh, you know, the, the thing is, you got to start somewhere. You got to start whittling away at your thinking, at the way you see things. And maybe if what we can do here, what you're hearing here from us can help you just tweak just a little bit, you'll be amazed that once you start down that trajectory, but we have to aspire to the higher. I mean, we really do. We need to say, oh, that can't happen. Oh, that's just, it's too, it, no, there's no way that's going to happen. Okay. And it will never happen That's as right. long as you have to pull your stones out of your pack first, then yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. You have to whittle first, then I'll do it. And then nobody moves. You have to be the first one to take the step back and to say, hey, I'm open. Hey, right. I'm, I'm listening. Hey, let me take this stone out because maybe I can think a little bit differently. And that takes vulnerability. Yes, it, it takes does. guts. Yeah. It takes courage. But I don't need you to be the first one to take the step. Yeah. I need to be the one that steps in immediately. Uh, does it? That's a great point. Hello, hello. I think right. I might have another phrase. Uh -oh. You ready for it? Here it comes. Here it comes. What you're seeing and thinking is exactly what you're going to think and see. <laughs> think about it, right? If you're looking... You're making my head I, hurts, too. If I'm looking know. for something negative about you, I'm eventually going to find yeah. it. Yeah. Because right, that's right. what I'm looking for. Angry people will always find angry people. Defensive <laughs> people will always find a reason to be defensive. Compassionate people will find that circle and some way to be compassionate. So if you're just looking for a way to connect, mm -hmm. you don't even have to say I'm a, like, like a, a compassionate person. Maybe I'm not that person, right? Yeah. But if I'm looking for that in you, because maybe I'm, I want to come from a point of learning, maybe I can change, go figure. <laughs> can can you change right if i'm looking for that that's exactly what i'm going to end up finding yes that's that's the to me this is the biggest issue 
we have right now. Right. What everyone's looking for, they're seeing and they're thinking. <laughs> well, that's why we want to take you and let you see differently and yes. take you to the inside edge where you can get exposed to things just like we do. And believe me, this, we aren't pointing fingers here. I, I, I'm, I'm kind pointing of pointing him this way. I'm sort of, yeah, I'm pointing at the camera right now, but that, that's not what I really mean. So, you know, take take the heart, some of the things that Will McAvoy said, that we, we care about each other. We're just something simple. We don't have to get all, you know, esoteric about it and philosophical about it and religious about it or anything. Just care about each other. Act on moral reasons. Oh, wow. God as a moral okay. compass for the nation. God as a direction of that that yeah. that caring, not as a weapon. And I think what happens in God and country in the marriage, God becomes a weapon and not the the code of ethics of responsibility of of morals. Well, he went. He, he, hello, uh, and again, just step back. And here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm sure that you're a lot of you out there as we've been talking are nodding your head. Up and down. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Stu's talk, Rev's talking. I'm, oh yeah, I see that. Well, all I hope the time. we get some the other way too. All some right. are squirming right now. You yep. know, I see. Some are feeling thinking about turning us off. Yeah. No, stay. But it, 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 the other thing to say is, we yeah, care. you probably see it out there, but don't forget, you probably ought to maybe look inside a little bit for that as well. <laughs> okay. The kingdom of heaven <laughs> is within. We yeah. heard it from the master teacher. Right. We got to look within to remember God. And we got to quit looking outside for you to, to be more compassionate. I've just got to be the change I want to see on the planet. Well, yes. And, and, and again, Will McAvoy wakes us up a little. Yeah, keep in mind, this was written long before any of the current. This series was in 2012. Right. Wow. So, yeah. so you know, this, this this isn't just like you just there was anything going on right now that spurred this or that led Aaron Sorkin to write it. This is the human condition. And, and certainly within America, this has been around, this idea, these thoughts, these issues, these blessings have been around for a long time. It's not just something recent, right? So, you know, we, we, we're really fleshing out a lot of little nuggets here. It's really been great, you know, but I think at the core, what we, I think I can kind of, I'm going I'm to try guys, you know, see if you I can do back. this, see if I can do this where I can circle the wagon and sort of just say, look. Each of us needs to be more sensitive to how we create, we, individually, how we create division and then seek to heal. See, just be honest with ourselves. You're not pointing any fingers at anybody. You're not, and it's not about out there. It's about us. What do we do to, to create division and what can we do individually to help heal that? And to make us in our country a more united states and a more united people. And you out there, if you're listening to a different country, you can apply whatever your culture and your country, uh, you know, is, is appropriate. But at the end of the day, the, it's a concept for me of what I call root and fruit. That if you get the root right, if you get your heart right, if you get your perspective right, then other things then will produce 
they will. They'll change if you go seeking those foundational core things about yourself. Then you will be amazed at how the world around you will begin to change, not because you're trying to change it, but you've changed yourself. That in the And in the course of events, the rest of it will take care Wayne of itself. Dyer. Wayne Dyer said it pretty clearly. <laughs> change the way you look at things, and the things you look at change. Change the consciousness first. That. Change the heart. Change the spirit first. And you got to be patient because it's not going to be an immediate shift out in the world. Right. But can you stay the course? Keep Hold your feet to the fire and be that change. I, absolutely. I believe yes. it with my whole heart. So I'm taking responsibility for bringing worship the value to the the God of Stu's understanding. I love that of 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 the, of the of the coach and of Mac and of me and of everybody on the planet. Let me seek to understand before you understand me, mm. and maybe maybe tomorrow the world will be a little bit just better, a little, little brighter place. There it is, Stu. Any final yeah. thoughts? Yeah, I was just thinking as Rev was talking. What if we chose for it to matter? even though it doesn't matter to us. Like if it matters to you, yep. even if it doesn't matter to me, right? If it matters to you, I don't have to agree with it, but it should matter to me. Like what if we all did that? Mm. Like what would our interactions be like? What would what would the world be like? It's they not agreement, a, right? Yeah, no, it's just like I'm just looking for a way to connect. I keep using that word because that's what it is to me. And I think we've all forgotten why we're here. We're, people are walking around with memory lapse. They have forgotten. <laughs> they're asleep. Yeah. They yeah. are asleep at Sleep the wheel. Yeah. They have forgotten why they're here on earth. Yeah. And so. there's so many distractions. There's a song we like to there sing. Why have we come to earth? To love, to serve, and to remember. And I think there's a great amnesia going on on the planet and in the nation. Maybe we're waking each other up as we're waking up somebody who happens to be listening just a little bit. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to sound the alarm. Time to wake up. All right. Here we go, gang. Thanks so much for listening this week. I hope you got some nuggets. Uh, we'll have some notes. We'll have some links in the show notes. Uh, you know, check out our cafe. We'd love to start to hear from you and get some interaction. And until next week, again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Wow, you made it and can now unbuckle. Thanks for listening to God and Country where we suggested you start to tell a different story when it comes to honoring both your country and the divine with an unthinkable approach to greatness. Remember to visit the website at www.gorogue.life for lots of follow-up information, see the show notes for any links to episode content, and join us in the ongoing Cafe Conversation where every week we post some thought-provoking questions for your own roguish conversation. Oh, and of course, tell everyone you know about us and like, follow, and engage. Be sure to tune in next week when Mac unleashes another unthinkable conversation. That is, if you dare.